0: Oh, you guys, it kills me a little bit inside on the Colleen oh. and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. The passage of time is never more evident than when you see a headline like this. The Shawshank Redemption turns twenty five. <laughs> this is one of my husband's and my favorite movies. So oh, I sent him it? I sent him this article today, and I was like, It's twenty five. We are old. And he yeah. said, everything that we've ever loved is somewhere between 20 and 30 years old. And Mm -hmm. I thought,
1: cause yeah, what you're saying is that coming of age time has passed that sort of the nineties. That era is now generally 20 something years old. Yeah. yeah. So everything, actually more than that, because the nineties, that's almost 30 years old.
0: Yes. So like we're in that era where all the things of our childhood are officially old now. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I was he said to me this must be what my parents how my parents felt when I started listening to the doors and I thought yes yes I'm now at that stage where I can look at my kids and see what of my childhood they are starting to get into Mm -hmm. so that's the question what movie or TV show or music are your kids into that we did the first time around? 6516411071.
1: So this um it's funny because when I was like in middle school, uh the big thing was like the sixties, like sort of hippie. Yeah. Like I remember I had this friend Stacia and she used to um Stacia Gun. She used to um wear hippie clothes uh-huh. and like long butt cut hair yep. and um, like fringy denim uh, vest and like buttons um, like buttons on her on her denim vest and um, I used to love 60s music and I'm sure you know like people of a certain age were like what are you even doing right now yeah. don't you you have no idea what um, this is all actually fact, about. you know what oh my god I should bring this in I wrote an article for our middle school newspaper called, like, The 60s Are Back or something, and it's literally just, like, it's so trash.
0: Oh, I love it. But that's
1: totally the same thing. Now, when you see kids who are, like, obsessed with the 90s and you're like, you weren't there. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. know what that's
0: about. It was not fun. You don't know what we were feeling. Yeah. We didn't, yeah, exactly. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. 641 music or movie or TV show of your youth, are your kids into now? Uh, we've got Elizabeth on the line. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, so the show that I'm thinking about is thanks to Netflix, um, The Office, because oh. my son is 13 and a lot of these teenagers and tweens and even early college kids are binging The Office and they think it's hilarious but I just think it's ironic because they've never worked in an office no they have no idea what office politics and relationships are like as far as that's concerned so I just think it's, it proves that the show was awesome yes they relate you know they can watch it and go back to it mm-hmm. but they just but they have no context for it at all at all right yeah. and so it came out when I first started working in an office so I was totally connected with it right but that was you know 19 years ago or something like that oh my gosh isn't that funny thank you elizabeth um I will say that that was the first thing that like kind of sprung into our minds this morning is how the office is having this huge renaissance. Mm-hmm. Which is so
1: weird, like that kids relate to the office or connect to the office. I don't get it. But.
0: So, you know, I volunteer, I uh, teach confirmation every year or every year, every week, every Wednesday at my church. And like the kids are like mm-hmm. between seventh grade and ninth grade. But then I have uh, like ninth graders through 12th graders who I've taught in years past mm-hmm. who I spend time with and see in the hallways. And they'll be like, Oh my gosh, Colleen, have you ever watched The Office? I'm like, <laughs> I invented the office. Right. I was in that generation. Yeah. We that you, you're like nice. You're try. watching The Office because I watched The Office, okay? But it's so funny because they've made this like discovery. Yeah,
1: it's like young people ironically listening to 90s music. Yeah. And it's like you guys. Okay, so yeah. look, I've actually come to terms with my 90s. Uh, music uh, taste. And in fact, there's a wonderful, like, Sirius has a 90s dance party nice. radio station. It is so good. And it brings me right back to all those, you know, times. But it takes time to get there. Yeah. Because, like, it used to be. I remember having the thought: nobody is going to bring back the '80s I've because the '80s that. was trash. And yes. then, after the '80s came back, I was like, nobody in their right mind is bringing that disgusting '90s back with the haircuts and the, and the chokers and the just vile. Whoa, you know,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. chokers. Carp- chokers Chokers are are back yeah Yeah.
1: carpenter jeans and things like that like and then slowly but surely you're like oh okay it's kind of you know the 80s is kind of fun retro and big hair and all that Mm. but you have to have a certain distance in order order to to think it's good yeah let's go to heather
0: hi heather (laughs) heather what music or movie or tv show are your kids into now from your youth hi guys hi so, the biggest one is Michael Jackson music. Oh, that's awesome. My boys are obsessed. Um, and also DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, sure. yes. My daughter... They just- yes, they they eat it up. My daughter came yeah. back from dance last week and was like, do you know what we did in our jazz class? We did the um, the theme song from the TV show, The Fresh Prince. And I'm like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, is yeah. Friend is making a huge comeback with the kids, which is funny because they're kids. And like the previous caller said, they have no reference to all this sex stuff that they're talking about. Oh, for sure. Friend but
1: they love the show.
0: Yeah. Which you know, thank you by the way Heather for your call. That that to me is the testament of a really good show is when it is timeless like that and the kids can engage with it and certainly like when we were kids I had no context for um I Love Lucy. Yeah. And what was oh, happen- so many shows. Yeah. yeah. you know, that's or Happy like, Days. Or Happy Days. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't have any context for those shows, but I still watched them and loved them for yeah. what they were. And now I would watch them with a little bit of a different eye and yeah. understanding a little bit more of the history. So I get kind of why the kids are, like, it's sort of like they're on a weird archaeological dig. Yeah, because I used to watch I Dream and Jean. Ge- we watch that every day. Yeah.
1: But I also think that there's a certain, um, there's a, something a little different, which... Uh, sometimes the things that catch on are like it younger people are attracted to it because they feel like there's some cachet to it. Like mm-hmm. if you're a fan of The Office, I don't know that this is true. I'm just assuming. But like if you're a fan of The Office, like, oh, that means, you know, you've got some sort of smart Uh, sense of humor that gives you a little cachet Uh as compared to like some dumb Nickelodeon show. Do you know what I mean? Because I know we used to do that all the time and again you know like you just you think you're you know like I I went through this whole obsession over old uh, movies and just like watched nothing but like every movie Elizabeth Taylor was ever in and I, I feel like a little bit of that is to like just sort of like
0: a maturity yeah like exactly. it shows like a You're maturity to, of taste
1: to give yourself a little bit of a shine
0: let's go to jacob hello jacob what is it that the kids are into now that we were into 20 or 30 years ago so all my friends kids are currently watching like old nickelodeon shows which they're like how do you know about these shows i'm like i invented these shows." exactly so like Rugrats, rocko are you kidding me and they're over 30 years old, which is so weird, because I'm only 22. Um, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Thanks for your call, Jacob. That's
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> it is like you do, and you do start having those feelings pretty young, right? Like, where you're like, why are the kids in like you, Bradley, had said that you had this experience when everybody started watching Golden Girls, and you were like, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, show. well, thanks for showing up twenty years later. Yeah. 30 it's funny years how you're later. so like
0: possessive over your show. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, Why are you watching
1: that? Yeah, well, because we, that's we, all you get when you're
0: old. Yeah, okay. That's what you have. <laughs> meanwhile, like I love to show my kids the sh- the movies that I loved yeah. when I was young. Like I'm like, you guys got to watch Goonies. And they're like, it's old fashioned, and and then they're like, this is awesome. Right. And I'm like, I know. Thanks, <laughs> mom. Yeah. Right? But the, like, yeah, but so you kids don't get you it. Don't get you don't it. understand.
1: <laughs> Look at this movie. There is not one cell phone. Right. right. There is not one computer screen no they are just
0: having fun yeah when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh we got to get the cobra gang together again today because we got to talk about the saved by the bell reboot speaking Mm -hmm. of things that are old that we loved at one point they're trying to reboot saved by the bell but there's some weird stuff going on behind the scenes we'll talk about it after this on my talk 107.1 well, we've got a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My MyTalk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk 1071com everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, hey. and uh, this particular mystery is about uh, the reboot of Saved by the Bell, and when we've got a mystery to solve, we gather the Cobra Gang.
1: Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double, we're the Cobra, Cobra Gang, if you've got the crime. And that's what we're talking about today. Uh, You said it. Saved by the Bell. NBC's doing a reboot. But there was one hitch in that giddy-up, as we learned yesterday, Colleen. Yeah, And that is that the star, arguably, of Saved by the Bell, uh, Mark Paul Gossler, otherwise known as Zach Morris, was not going to be part of this reboot. And in fact, what was interesting was we heard that this original, or excuse me, we heard that this reboot uh, was... Um, the plot around this reboot was going to be, quote, uh, now Governor or now California Governor Zach Morris and his education policies. So he would be sort of like the the thrust of this reboot. Well, yeah, like, I
0: mean he was like central to the launch of this or his character yeah. was central to the plot and the launch
1: of this new reboot. So that was the story. Right. And then very quickly we learned that Zach Morris, aka Mark pal Gasler, M P G, was not even aware of this reboot. Yeah. And we thought, well that's Awkward, That's especially sweet. when we then learned that, oh, look at this. Mario Lopez and uh the Showgirls gal. <sighs> Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course it is. Duh. Don't second guess yourself. <laughs> um please Google. Um, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> They were signed on for the project. And so then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute. So Zach and Elizabeth are signed on to this project. Mark doesn't even know about it. Right. That's weird. Isn't that weird? So then they catch up to him. uh, That is TMZ. And he's like, yeah, I don't know anything about this. I'm not opposed to doing it. Well, then today, or I should say within the last 24 hours, um, we got the response from the people uh, that are responsible for this project. And they were like, yeah, here's the thing. Um, we just thought he was really busy because I don't know if you know this. He's doing a show for ABC um, called Mixed and we just assumed that he wasn't going to have the time to do this. So we haven't even asked him. Problem with that is that Mixed show was not even happening when this project was uh, formed. The idea mm-hmm. was formed for this project, and they started attaching people to it. Although I will say at that time he was connected with a show on Fox, so theoretically they they that. Sounds plausible. I but think it's not like more... they
0: need him long term. They need him for the pilot.
1: Well, and now what they're saying is not only do they need him for the pilot, but that they might use him for he might guest on this uh, series based on his availability with his show for ABC. But OK, but that's doing things after the fact. Right. They literally told him that or are making that case now after the news broke that he was not attached to this project, which begs the question, and I'm asking you because that's our history's mystery yeah. uh, that we're solving right now in the Cobra Gang. What is really going on? Let's Hollywood speak oh, this. Oh,
0: I there's gotta be some sort of weird conflict behind the scenes between the people on this show. And also, by the way, I just wanted to put a finer point on all the things you just said, remind you that our very own Elizabeth Reese did an interview with Mark Paul Gossler this morning mm-hmm. for that project Mixed-ish. And uh she was she said, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Save by the Bell reboot, and he said Nobody has said a word to me about it. So now they're retroactively explaining it, but also acting as though they've had a conversation with him that they haven't had.
1: Yeah, they've literally not had the conversation. Not at all.
0: So there's got to be some bad blood between somebody in there. And I thought that he and Elizabeth Berkeley were friends well like still but apparently not
1: apparently not now again mario lopez elizabeth berkeley as i said are um already connected to this production and they actually have characters is gonna play himself he's now a coach uh jesse spano will now be a guidance counselor of course and um this story on tmz alleges that they're that the other members of the OG cast will make cameos too but the reboot will all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey Stephen host hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or Uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on
0: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Focus on the new kids on the block at Bayside.
0: Okay, so th- to me this really just sounds like, I, I, okay, I'm going to just say harsh words. Go with me. What, since, since Dancing with the Stars and prior to that, uh, showgirls, what has Elizabeth Berkeley been up to? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I was going to furiously um, type her IMDB, but no, I'm pretty sure. not much.
0: She's not around. Meanwhile, um, Mario Lopez has a job, right, with, you know, in entertainment reporting, but I think that, like, he pro they probably are still friends and she was like, I really gotta get back to work. And he was like, We should probably bring back Saved by the Bell. And they probably thought, literally, Mark Paul Gossler actually
1: has a job acting. Well, Mario's got a bunch of jobs, right? So I don't yeah, know. I don't, I, that's the part I wonder, that trips me up, is that he's busy too. To me, uh, this has to do with some relationship somewhere in this production. Yes. Somebody does not like Mark Paul Gosselaar, because why wouldn't you at the very like because to me, if they knew he was busy with his other work, like and probably wouldn't be. Well, first of all, you wouldn't know that unless I mean, I guess they could have Googled him and been like, oh, I think he's busy with that Fox show. Uh He's probably not going to be able to do this. I'm sorry. I don't think that's how projects work in Hollywood. So one of two things is true. Some, First of all, we know somebody's lying. Right. So either the people behind this project are lying uh, insofar as um, they just happened. You know, th- their excuse is not valid. Yeah. Right. For whatever right. reason, this notion that they thought he was busy and that's why they didn't contact him. Either that's a lie or he not knowing about this project is a lie right. because it's possible that he knew about the project said no and is now i don't know for some reason lying as to why he he uh didn't know
0: yeah i do, I, I yeah there's more probably will be revealed because i think there's enough people questioning this that somebody's gonna have to answer it like answer for it actually yeah. like in a satisfactory way at some point uh, for, to his credit, I think Mark Paul Gossler has been lovely about this.
1: Yeah. You're some, very diplomatic. Some
0: stinks. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got crazy, stupid idiots to tell you about. Be Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And each and every day at this time, we like to tell you about some crazy, stupid idiots, but we're not ready to yet.
1: Nope. No, because we got to give something away. Pew pew! Pew pew! Yeah.
0: pew, pew, pew. And uh, what are we giving away? A pair of tickets to see Hunks the Show. Yes. The Here's world's foremost host. exotic male dance mm-hmm. show on tour at Grand Casino Hinkley. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> What date are those tickets for? November 8th at 8 p.m.
1: All right, awesome. come see Hunks. 651
0: 641 1071. Let's give those away to caller number four. Caller number four will be the winner of those hunks. One of those
1: hunks has like um, star tattoos around his nipples. Ooh. That's a first. Yeah. I haven't seen that before. Hopefully, not a last.
0: All right. Uh, now let's get to those crazy, <laughs> kind of stupid weird. idiots.
1: Boom, 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 boom. Crazy,
0: stupid idiots. Well, then, there it is. I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
1: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. America, dumb people. Doing dumb things, repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida.
0: Uh, We're going to Florida first. Florida first. And I want to tell you about a 24-year-old man by the name of Paul Scott. He got himself in a bit of trouble on Sunday because he spray-painted a slur on the wall of a bar bathroom in Melbourne, Florida.
1: He also looks like he spray painted his hair.
0: And he also, yeah, and maybe. He's very
1: alive. Yeah,
0: he's got a lot going on. Uh, also, like a massively well, impressive ma- mustache.
1: Okay, so this is, you know, you probably can't say it on the air. Um, but what was the slur it was, that he slurred on uh, the wall?
0: Okay, so I'll just give you a hint, okay? So he spray painted slur on
1: the wall. He spray no, but I'm saying like which slur was it right. like a racist slur like no, a homophobic no, slur? No, it was
0: just slur.
1: Like he painted the word slur.
0: He painted the word slur. He spray painted what? the word slur. I mean, you can do better than that, honey. Is he an idiot? Yes. That's why he's in this segment, Bradley. You are correct. Oh, I he guess literally that's how this works. painted the word slur in a bar bathroom and was uh in, 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 at Mug's Pub on Sunday night. Uh and he walked into the restroom at Mug's Pub on Sunday night with his Mugg's backpack pub. and when he left there was pink paint on the wall that read the word slur okay that what he uh was approached by police and he he told them that he had been at the bar for about 15 minutes he had one beer and then the employee asked him to leave okay but they could hear the sound of aluminum cans coming from scott's backpack when they searched it they found the spray paint bottles and an empty bottle that was still wet in the same shade of pink as the graffiti inside the restroom He said all he did was go inside and use the restroom and leave. But he was arrested on criminal mischief.
1: This is just the most bizarre thing ever. Why in a million years? You know what I think? Drugs?
0: No, I was going to say he lost a bet.
1: Oh yeah, you got to paint a slur on, and then he was like, slur.
0: But he didn't want to call out his friends. He didn't want to, you know. That's smart. Yeah. Dumb smart, but dumb smart, but also dumb. Okay, because now look at, he looks very proud of himself. Um, I think he could do better. The word slur, really? At least write poop or something. You know, toot. Break wind.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm going to just stop you before you go any further, because God only knows where you'll take us (laughs) on your journey of slurs. Um... All right. from uh, And that was a Florida that slur. That was a
0: Florida slur.
1: Okay. Well, this time we're going to a place I feel like we haven't been in a while, if ever, and that's Nebraska. I feel oh. like we should have had like a corkboard map of yeah. all of the places we've gone. Because um, we've
0: been all over. Because we've been uh, everywhere. Man. We've
1: been everywhere. No, you Wichita. can't even do it. Careful. <laughs> I think you threw a bitch in there. You <laughs> said bitchata. I, I've been to Bichita. <laughs> I actually own property in Bichita. Yeah, I'm definitely pocketing that one. Okay. i have
0: driven, driven through. <laughs> uh, anyway.
1: Okay. okay. So we're Let's going go to, to Nebraska. Are we in Omaha, Nebraska? Uh, no, actually Lincoln. Oh, I've been there. Nebraska. Lucky you. I don't think. But um, I want to tell you about Ariana Lillard. Okay. Ms. Lillard. No
0: relation to Grande.
1: Grande Lillard? No, you're absolutely right. Ariana or pork. It's true, Lillard. Anyway, I want to tell you about uh, Ariana Lillard, mm-hmm. and um, she apparently had some trouble with her boyfriend. Mm. They they got into a fight. I don't know why they had some troubles. Ultimately, they exed one another. They became exes.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, th- is that what the kids are calling it these <sighs> yeah. days?
1: They exed. We've exed each other. So, um, now I don't know if you've ever had this experience, you end a relationship and then you look around and you're like, Oh my God, I have all these ugly pictures of this person. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, letters and correspondence perhaps yep. that we've exchanged. I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to cut all these pictures out. I'm going to burn it. I am going to throw it in a bag. I'm going to stomp on it, whatever it is. Well, instead of like, I don't know, whipping out a shredder, Ariana thought she would just take a match. Um, To all of the letters Mm. uh, from her ex-boyfriend. One problem Hmm. with that. What? She um, tried to light the pile of letters, you know, to get them to burn. Yeah. But they wouldn't catch. And she was using a butane torch. So then she's like, okay, well, this isn't working. I don't know if it was like on a desk or a table or wherever it was, a garbage can, but it didn't appear to catch fire. So she decided to take the notes out and put them on the bedroom carpet. Oh, honey. The problem oh, was um, she did that and then she decided to take a nap. Oh, slight problem. Yeah. Those um, notes actually had caught fire. Oh, dear. She did not notice that. Okay. And so when they were on the carpet, mm. they caught fire. Yeah. And the carpet caught fire. And then everything, and everything else. Everything caught fire. Oh. The entire third floor of the apartment she was living in mm. burst into flames. Oh, honey. $4,000 worth of damage. That's all? Yeah, I don't think it got that bad, actually. It just smoked out the third floor. Um, I think it was mostly the damage was in her apartment. Um, But she was able to escape the residence without injuries, and um, the flames were quickly doused by the firefighters.
0: You know, you can just go ahead. If you have those letters from an old flame, you don't have to actually... Burn, burn them, them. Yeah. you can just throw that's them a, in the garbage that's
1: a euphemism yeah old flame do you have well, a shredder she, you can she took shred a them. new flame to that old flame she sure did oh, oh. She, yeah that was nope nope yeah so anyway here's the thing if you're gonna burn something first of all don't yeah just flush it down the toilet mm-hmm. put it through a shredder actually
0: don't flush it down the toilet you really should not you, the only thing you should be flushing down the toilet as we all know Is just your own stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. Actually, the stuff that comes out of your body, ladies, not your sanitary experiences. Please don't do that. I have to um, dig one more, one of those, those out of a toilet. I'm gonna scream.
0: Okay, just to give people context, Bradley (laughs) cleans the bathroom at his gym. Yeah, that's
1: the toilet he's referring to. I no longer do that work. I, I, I do look at the toilet. And if there are pads floating around, I go. Well, that's a shame. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> you just said it on the because radio. I'm not because I'm done. Yeah, I do empty the the, uh, the sanitary yeah. bags, and I feel like that's my contribution.
0: Ladies, that's what those but are you for. Can
1: damage plumbing. I know.
0: People. I know this. Trust me. You cannot flush that stuff down. Don't do it, or else you're going to find yourself in a situation where people are going to be snaking your trains all day. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's not, not a pretty. good thing. No. And nor does it smell good. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. One more crazy, stupid idiot for y'all. How about that? Let's do it. Uh, I'm The crazy, stupid idiot I want to tell you about has uh, been closed down. So here's essentially what happened. We are going to uh, Oregon for this story. And that's where we're going to hear about um, a case of mistaken identity that actually turned out not how you expect it. Okay. Uh, So a cop saw a guy and was like, oh, my gosh, that's our guy. We've been looking for that guy. We got to get that guy. He's on our wanted list. Uh, We got to we got to grab him. We got to arrest him. Okay. Now, this has happened to me before. Have you ever had this happen? It's super embarrassing. Maybe you're like at the caribou coffee and you see Jen. She's your friend. Mm -hmm. And you go, Jen, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen you in forever. And then Jen turns and looks at you and it's not Jen.
1: Yeah. That's happened. Before.
0: I've had that happen.
1: And then you pretend you're looking past you and you're like, oh, no, I meant that person over there. I know that's a wall, but seriously, that was my but friend. But trust Jen. me, yeah. my
0: friend Jen was just here and yeah. now she's gone and you're clearly not Jen. What's really embarrassing, by the way, is when you do that three times at the same caribou to the same person and none of the times it was Jen. Oh, that's awesome. That's happened to me before. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so this is what happens. So this uh, this this cop thinks they find this missing person, this person that they've been looking for over the weekend. But instead, what they found was a person who matched the description from a recent report, but it wasn't actually that missing person. Uh, That sounds like bummer, right? But the story's not over. Turns out it was a 31-year-old guy by the name of Mark Dixon. And uh, when the cop approached Mark Dixon, who he thought was the person who he was Mm -hmm. looking for, who had gone missing, Mark was um, enjoying his own company, Oh. on a piece of rusted me- metal. What? No. Okay, what? Um, he was using a piece of rusted metal. Okay. To enjoy That's, his himself. What? Do I look like I know, Bradley? Do I look like somebody who understands how the mechanics of that work? Also, what's his name? Mark. No, no, no. Oh, what's sorry. his last name? Mark Dixon.
1: What's his last name? Dixon.
0: <laughs> Mark Dixon he tried to run away uh but the cop
1: you can't run away like that not
0: exactly i
1: actually don't think physically you can run away if you are polishing your own silverware mm-hmm. and um
0: especially with a piece of rusted metal well, i mean you gotta be i real don't careful. even
1: that's tetanus for some for uh, days that is just yeah, not good. that is a shot is not going to help that no Mm-mm. Uh, but no, what I was going to say is I think if you're in that state, uh, Lori, I think it calls it the uh, tur, what is it? Turgid. Turgid. turgid? Mm-hmm. Um, in a turgid state, I don't think you can run at the same time. I wouldn't know. It'd be like trying to run. I I, I want you to imagine having like a plunger around your waist mm-hmm. and then try to run with that.
0: Mm. I don't know if I could, I don't know. Again, not a sensation I'm familiar you'd have to, with. I'm
1: saying you'd have to, yeah. No, now you'd I'm have just, to hang on to some stuff. You have to hang on to something.
0: Well, maybe he was. <laughs> but in any case, it didn't work. He didn't get very far, and uh, the what cop caught him. His name is Mark Dixon, mm-hmm. and uh, the cop had to catch him for arrest him for public indecency and escape. That was fun. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show at two forty five every day, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live, and we're going to do it after this on Yay! my Talk One Hundred Seven One.
1: <laughs>
0: Pretty sure that's JLo. And PS, the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.